Happy to have you with us. It's a much colder day today. Dana Park's coming up an hour from right now. We have a ton to get to that we have not gotten to in the first three hours. <laughs> I think we'll be moving some stuff to tomorrow. Yes, yeah, seems like it. Uh, coming up in a few minutes, we'll get to what a pastor in a church said that sort of goes along with this first story here about some rankings to chat about. Yeah, it, uh, Wallet Hub did another one of their famous surveys, and I know you're a big fan of Wallet Hub to begin with because I like them. Yeah. I like them in part because they're just so organized looking. They're just very, very user friendly. I just like how they do things. And they also, they, they tell you, they don't just give you a ranking. They right. tell you a little bit about why and what their criteria in each category were, how they weighted everything. And it's it's all, as you said, it's very efficient. It's very easy to understand and easy to grok. So uh, this particular one was the best and worst states for women in 2024. And we're talking about for women to live and work in 2024. And the criteria in which they broke it down were health, health care and safety, women's economic, social well-being, and, and then a total score. And in that, uh, the states of Kansas and Missouri both fell in the bottom half. Not in the bottom 10, but in the mm -hmm. bottom half. Um, let's see. Missouri was ranked... This is a weird way to say this. They are ranked from best to worst. Yes. Okay, so the lower you are on the list, the worse you are. Uh, Kansas is number 39. Missouri is number 42, which would indeed be in the bottom 10. Neat. Yes. Yay uh, us. Now, we were joking about this because I think if we ask the bottom five, if we just took a poll and said, what would you guess are the bottom five states? Everybody would get them right. <laughs> I mean, there's yes. at least three of the five, if not four or maybe even all five. Uh, not terribly surprising that they all land in the, uh, the southeast or southern United States, Texas, Alabama, Mississippi, Louisiana and Oklahoma in order. Oklahoma was 50th in one category and 51st <laughs> in the other. So no real mystery why they ended up last on the list. And it wasn't like, and this is true of most of the states on this list, although there are a couple of exceptions here, but not many. Most of the states got a rank in these two categories pretty close to each other. There weren't many states that was that were dramatically better on one than the other. There were a couple, North Dakota was like 39th and one and 25th and the other, but there wasn't much of a spread between a lot of these states. Right, yeah, that's true. It, it, it seems like if you were fairly decent in working conditions, then you were probably fairly decent in healthcare and all of the rest of it. And, and they did break it down even farther than that into what made up the difference in economic and social well-being versus healthcare and safety. So, uh, yeah, and the, the top states, Massachusetts ended up number one on the list. Uh, District of Columbia ended up number two. And I think that that probably has to do with the fact that District of Columbia was, in fact, number one in economic, social well-being, economic mm -hmm. and social well-being, simply because, I mean, you've got a lot of uh, a lot of women in government work now. And you need to set the example if you're going to try to have some equality. Sure. D.C. is kind of the first place to do it. Yeah. The top six or seven here are no surprise whatsoever. In fact, the first... 13, number 14 is kind of a surprise, but no, the first 13 are not really a surprise here. Uh, and a lot of them in the Northeast uh, New York yeah. made that, uh, made that section of the list. So did Maine, Vermont, uh, Delaware, New Jersey, but the ones that were kind of out of that area were a little bit farther West. You mentioned number 14, Wisconsin and number three, Minnesota. I mean, the, the Northern Midwest did very well on this as well. 
Yeah. Um, so Kansas ranked 38th for women's economic and social well-being and let me scroll. There's a, okay, thank you. There's a lot of scrolling back and forth because we're very, <laughs> very far to the bottom. Yeah, bottom 10, number 40 was South Carolina, 41 was Idaho and then Missouri. And then Georgia was 43 and Wyoming was number 44. Yep. Wyoming, in a lot of these lists, um, you can look for patterns and similarities if you want. But usually in a lot of lists like this, Wyoming comes in low because it's just so sparsely populated. Sure. And, and yeah, economic development. I mean, where are you going to go in Wyoming to make a lot of money? Natural resources. <laughs> yeah. That's so, it. yeah, you're, you're pretty much and it's in terms of health care, you know, health and safety and well-being and all of that. Again, sparse population. And it's I'm not slamming Wyoming here. I'm just saying with with that sparse of population, you're not probably going to have a lot of really giant medical centers. Where's Alaska on this list? Oh, there it is. Number twenty nine. I would figure Alaska to be a lot lower on the list for the same reason, for the same reason. And because Alaska um, infamously has a really awful violence problem and a really bad domestic violence problem and, and, and a really bad gun problem in part because you are dark six months of the year and yes. that does bad things to people. In fact, they just had a lot. Um, it was a town I'd never heard of in Alaska, small town, middle of nowhere. Two people were fatally shot. A lot of their violence is domestic violence. It's, it's usually okay. not shootings. So yeah um yeah so i don't I, I was not surprised to find that we were low on this list we don't have to have the abortion debate but i don't think that's a secret to anybody i generally find kansas to me a little more female friendly than missouri and the list would bear that out you know they, yeah. like you said a little more female little friendly more. than missouri certainly with a with a woman in the governor's office that you right. know the, the obviously the opportunity is there for women and I hate to make it about politics, but I'll make it about politics for half a second. If you look at the top 10 states on that list, they tend to be more Democrat-led. And if you look at the bottom 10 states on the list, they tend to be more Republican-led. Sure. That's all I'll say With about a lot it. in the middle. So With a lot in the middle. Now, yes. and as you said, that leads us quite nicely into... <laughs> another, it leads us, yes. Another one of these stories where you, you hear what somebody says and you think, what color is the sky on your planet and in this case the guy that we're talking about uh and this came out of a twitter feed called bad preacher clips and the pastor in this case is a, a mega church pastor by the name of bobby leonard and i've seen his name pop up before i won't say that i know a lot about him because i don't but i have seen his name pop up before behind controversial statements he is 88 years old um and in fact, I may be looking at the wrong guy. Forget I said what his age was. But yeah, uh, his his comments have now gone viral because of what he had to say in a story that he was telling about himself and his wife going on vacation and a particular thing that they noticed about the way that the women around them were dressed. And it, this this is a little more than a minute long, but it's worth hearing what he's trying to say and where he ends up. When we go to Pigeon Forge, uh, to the outlet malls, when you go uptown here, we'll go up to sit, sit in the parking lot at, at the outlet mall, I mean the mall here. I said, you watch it. I said, Callum, you'll find more women going to have shorts on than you will with pants and dresses put together. 
So I sat there. I just wanted to be sure. But I sat there some time ago for, I don't know who's out in that. I guess it must have been some of the family. Uh, my wife don't, don't go shopping now. And I sat there in my car. I thought, I'm okay. I want to see if that's right. And I counted. Try that. You'll find more women going to those places with shorts than you will women with pants and dresses put together. Try it. If you got time, try it. Have your boy go up there and try it. Just watch for it. Have your girl go up there and watch for it. And you know, uh, I, I used to say this. Now, I haven't said this in a long time. You ready? I said, if, if you dress like that and you get raped and I'm on the jewelry, he's going to go free. Wow. <laughs> I, uh, I've heard a lot of people say a lot of things from the pulpit. But if you get raped and I'm on the jury, if you're wearing shorts, you're going to go free. Let me get this straight. He has more of a problem. Correct, correct me if I'm wrong, because I may have misheard this. Uh-huh. I hope I misheard this. Um, he has more of a problem with women wearing shorts than wearing dresses? Yes. Yes. Interesting. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Or pants. Okay. Or pants. You know, long okay. pants. That that somehow, if you show the area between your thigh and your ankle and you get raped, it's kind of your fault. There were people that listened to this. Uh-huh. Here, here's the scary part about this. He's a leader. Yes. Of some sorts. Um, and has an audience who will believe him. You know, who who will... Say, okay, well, if I'm on a jury for a rape case, then I'm going to find her. I'm going to think it's her fault, too. Yeah, yeah. And Pigeon Forge, by the way, in case you don't know, is Tennessee, uh, which which is where he apparently they were when they were on vacation. And notice this at the outlet malls in Pigeon Forge, which also may have something to do with the fact that in July in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee, it's 9,000 degrees outside. But, you know, why, why take that into account? What does your comfort have to do with anything, Jamie? Um. Okay, let me ask sort of a serious question uh let's say that this guy gets a summons for jury duty uh-huh and this is pretty the story's making the rounds a bit here if you are a prosecutor i assume the first thing you're gonna do well this is a good question actually do prosecutors before you um before you go to jury selection mm -hmm. do you have do you know the names ahead of time so that you can research the potential jurors before you question them? Oh, wow. Uh, I don't, th it was not that way when I was called for jury duty a couple of months ago. Uh, I don't think it is either. I don't we think just, you have the names ahead of time. No, we were, we were called by number. Okay. So that makes my question better. So this, let's say this guy is called for jury duty and the prosecutor, and he lies, whatever. He wants to be on the jury. Who knows? And the prosecutor doesn't know his name ahead of time and didn't see this story or doesn't know of him prosecutor just moved in from somewhere else who knows and the guy makes it onto a jury and let's say the suspect is found not guilty and then you find out this guy <laughs> was, said this was one of the jurors <laughs> mistrial like oh, what are your i know wow. i just did a lot of what ifing here yeah but one of the first things i thought about was 
you don't want this guy on your jury. No kidding. And, and I would hope that if you're the prosecutor, that during voir dire, you would have some kind of question about this, about, you yeah. know, do you think there's anything that a woman can do that would make her deserve to be yes. sexually assaulted? You know, yes. or, that, or that would that would lower the responsibility of somebody. And, the, you know, what baffles me about this, and I mean, we're, we're talking about wearing shorts. How right. Many Again, women, not dresses. Right. How many women who are listening to this show right now? Well, probably not today, but yesterday, yesterday, yesterday right, and the day before, we're wearing shorts. And I mean, the, the, the thing that baffles me about that is it, and, and I don't understand why they don't get this, it paints men with such a terrible, awful uh, persona about us mm-hmm. that somehow I can't, I as a man, can't walk by a woman wearing shorts and not want to rape her. I I, I, I I swear to you, sitting here right now on this Wednesday, the 20 whatever th- of uh, 28th mm-hmm. of February, I, I'm capable of doing that. I can walk by a woman wearing shorts and not have, have raping her enter my mind. I will go a step further and assume that is not a thought that ever enters your mind. No, actually it isn't. Thank you for pointing Based that out. On, um, <laughs> anything that a person is wearing. That's interesting. Um, and I'm glad you said that because I took it as how bad it makes women look that we are oh. that we deserve it. You, you, you're, you're right. All, yeah, it doesn't make men look better either. No, yeah. You're all a bunch of sluts and we're all a bunch of prospective rapists. So right. you know, you're you're a bunch actually, no, what you are is a temptress. You are a foul <laughs> yes. temptress who is out there forcing us into sexual assault. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I sh- where do these people come from? And they live around us. And and uh, can I assume he's married? He was talking about his wife. So, yeah. Yes, I, he I was. Think, yeah. Okay. I missed that part. Yeah. To be married. How are you married to a person like that? Because my assumption would be, in all seriousness, for half a second here, that if I am this guy's wife and I hear him say that, number one, I better never wear shorts ever. <laughs> yeah, there's that. And will he ever defend me if I am attacked, regardless of what I am wearing? Will he always think it's my fault? I, yeah, I, I, I wish I could tell you, but I, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't get how that mentality seeps into a person's head to begin with. So I, I have no idea how he would treat the people around him, but I can guess that it probably wouldn't be with an eye toward equality. Yeah, you just have to think that if he's willing to think that, what else is he willing to think? By the way, and I know this will shock you because I was uh, I was going through and trying to uh, to do a little bit more research on on him, and found that uh, he has issued. Are you ready for this, Jamie? Uh-oh. I know this will shock you. A non-apology apology. Oh, the I'm sorry that you took it wrong. I'm sorry for any hurt. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Not I'm sorry for what I said that hurt you. Uh huh. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> That's that tracks. Oh, wow. That tracks with this. Yeah. Boy, does it ever. What exactly do you have it? Do you have it in front of you? What no, he no, said? It, was, it was a written statement. It, yeah. And okay. that's the only piece that they have in the article is I'm sorry for any hurt. A message on Bible Baptist Tabernacles marquee sign along with the pastor's name said on Thursday. I'm sorry you were offended by what I said uh-huh. is what that is. Yow. If you have thoughts, feel free to call and express those thoughts. Nine one three five eight six seven seven nine eight. And the thing is, you don't. Yeah, uh, I, yeah. We'll get to the phones here in just yeah. a couple of minutes. Yeah, hang on, Damon. Everybody else, we'll get to your calls next on KMBZ. What we're about to play for you 
was a part of a sermon that was live streamed on August 16th of 2023, but it is making the rounds again. It was delivered by Bobby Leonard of Bible Baptist Tabernacle that is in Monroe, North Carolina. We've got more audio than this, but this is the part that people are talking about. I, I used to say this. I haven't said this in a long time. You ready? I said, if, if you dress like that and you get raped and I'm on the jury, he's going to go free. Yeah. Uh, he was That's talking right talking there. about wearing shorts. You know, again. Yes. And that was it. It wasn't, you know, talking about going out naked or anything. No, no, no. Wearing shorts. Women in shorts is what started that entire conversation. We'll go to Damon, who's in KCMO. Hello, Damon. Hey, what's going on, John? Hey, Jamie. Hey, I'll hey. tell you what, man. Uh, Jamie, don't attack me here. Let me, let me get it out, please. I... I feel like we're not in a fairy tale world that we live in. And I, I think that, you know, John, I heard you say that you, the thought of rape doesn't come into your mind because you are a civilized human being. I didn't say why. I just said no, it doesn't. No, 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 no. I'm just saying that you are a civilized human being. So you don't think like that. I don't think like that. I don't see a woman and want to rape her, but they build jails for a reason because people are in the mind where they go into their mind and think of a woman in that way and would like to harm a woman. So I feel like I won't say a woman is uh, 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 her fault, but I could say she has to take some responsibility to keep herself in a, a safe way wherever she goes so something of that magnitude does not happen to her. Now, just wearing shorts, no. But I'm saying if you're wearing shorts, you're by yourself, it's uh, uh, in the morning where you're getting out of a club and that's how you was dressed, you could say that if you put yourself in that type of situation, certain type of things can happen. So you have to take that responsibility to keep yourself safe. No, you're not that way. But, man, the prisons are full of men who think and act that certain way. So we try to put them away. And so since we know that, we have to all take the responsibility to tell our daughters, tell our sisters, our mothers, whatever, to, hey, if you're going to go and be in certain positions, be careful. Watch what you wear. Not that, you know, you're looking for it or, yeah, if you get raped, I'm going to, uh, uh, if I'm sit on the jury, that you, it's, uh, I'm going to let you go, the man go free, but that you have to take some responsibility if something does happen to you because it's, it is really your responsibility to stay safe. And, Jamie, you travel the world. I listen to all the places you've been, and I know that you take care of yourself and make sure you stay safe in certain predicaments. And, and, and that's all I really wanted to say. So this man is wrong, but I just believe that women should take care of themselves in certain situations and watch what they wear in certain places at certain types of times of day. I want the record to show I pushed my microphone away <laughs> during the last four minutes. Um, we're going to be late for this break because I have a couple things to say, and I want John, okay. the man here, to also get in. You're kind of talking out of both sides of your mouth. You're okay, saying, yeah, I'm, I'm just going to go here for a second because we let you go here for a little bit. Um, you're right. I am headed to Guatemala this weekend, which mm -hmm. is not the safest place in the universe. And I will take with me an alarm, and I take with me um, pepper spray where I can fly with it, and I take with me door alarms, door jams that go under the doors. I do that because I generally just want to be safe in the world. And frankly, men should do that also anytime they're mm -hmm. out traveling in the world for that reason. 
but you repeatedly said women need to be careful of what they wear because you know things can happen how about we just tell men don't rape how about we just tell men don't rape because men don't have to go out in the world worried about what they're wearing it's women that have to be worried about men so how about we change the message to men leave women alone john okay yeah i I would agree Uh, and and damon uh Yeah, you you lose me when you say women have to watch what they wear, because do women have to not wear makeup? Do women have to not comb their hair? Do women have to not go outside being pretty? No, no. I I feel like with what you wear that's more revealing to a man, uh, I think today in our time, I think more people are not leaving anything to the imagination they're more okay this is right to stop you why can't a woman just wear what she wants why do i have because because what you just said there is it's revealing to a man no it's not Uh it's something she chooses to wear why does she have to worry about whether a man thinks it's revealing because we don't live in a perfect world but that's your man today the world we live in today we if you go into every major city you will see a big huge penitentiary if you go in and find out what those men committed you'll find out they committed horrible heinous crimes and because those well, crimes yeah, but exist it, look, we look, have to make sure we we do what's according well, time, to time what out Damon, do. I, I know what you're saying but time out okay um i i i drive a really nice car um would you make the case that i shouldn't drive that nice car because i might get carjacked well, no, but I tell you what, you better not go in certain parts of the city at certain parts of the time of night if you want to stay safe because there are people that are in penitentiary because, like the guy who got killed, on there was a part, I think if it was the Royals or the Chiefs. See, this is, he, this is why you lose down me. There. Right. No, 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 listen, listen, all I'm saying, all I'm saying, if you let me get it out. You've, that, yeah, you've repeatedly made your points here. We're way late. Yeah, we're I, way late. You've, I, you've I made the same it, points, but but yeah, I mean that that's why you lose me is because you're saying that I should adjust my life right. based because there are criminals and uh, you know it's one thing to tell people to be safe. It's another thing to tell them don't be who you are, don't wear what you want, don't drive what you want because then if somebody does commit a crime against you, you're somehow partially responsible, and I will never go along with that. Yeah, I have to control what I wear as a reaction to someone else being a threat to me. Instead of that person telling that person, don't be a threat. I believe Ashley's on hold. Hang with us. We're late. We did our best to uh, kind of go as long as we could. We'll get to more of your calls next on KMBZ. Oh, here we go. Um, I can't believe in 2024, I still have to explain that it doesn't matter what she wears. That I, I just think it's easier to tell a woman to watch what she wears that is too revealing for a man instead of telling the attacker don't attack yeah and let's also draw a distinction between what this preacher said which was uh you know if she's wearing shorts and she gets raped and i'm on the jury that guy's gonna go free and keep yourself safe i mean keep yourself safe is one thing i still don't think it should extend to how you dress but whatever yeah We'll, we'll go to it and bring in ashley in kansas city hello ashley hello uh, okay. Hi, Ashley. How are you? <laughs> ah, deep breath. So basically what this preacher is saying is that every man is a pair of Daisy Dukes away from becoming a sexual predator. That's what I heard. That is, uh, that is absurd. First and foremost, 
No, I guess second. Whatever. I don't care anymore. Anyway, uh, rape is not about sex. It's about control. There is no correlation among rapes in this country anywhere about, oh, well, every single woman was wearing a short skirt and a halter top and a pair of stilettos. That's not the case. That's not what happens. Let's reverse this. Men don't go anywhere wearing a muscle shirt because a woman just might not be able to control your, herself and she might just jump your bones. How stupid is that? <laughs> that is what is being said. We need to have the men who are good men, like you, John, like my husband, like my sons, go out and say, we are not idiots. We can control ourselves. Please, for God's sake, keep wearing those mini skirts and stilettos because we like to look at it, too. It's nothing to do with the woman's clothing. This is the problem with religion because women are the original sinners. We're the horrible people. So we're going to blame the women for this rather than taking responsibility for our own actions as sexual predators. It's not about the sex. It's about control. Girls, every one of us needs to be taught to walk with our head held high like we know where we're going and be completely aware of our surroundings. Don't go to clubs with people that you can't lead with. Go with the rules of girl code. Those are the things that we need to do to protect our women, not give them a darn dress code. Yeah. Okay. Let me let me make your point for you here real quick. Do you know who is Richard Ramirez? Oh, yeah, 100%. The, the Night Stalker, yeah. He it, it was, it was a serial killer and a rapist in Southern California many, many years ago. Uh, yep. And his one of his victims was a 79-year-old woman who was mm-hmm. asleep in bed. What are we going to tell her? Yeah. Stop, yeah. stop yeah. wearing that nightie? I mean, come on. This has yeah. got to be addressed at the level that it's actually at. And idiots make these statements like this sets us back and does not allow us to address the actual problem. You got it. We as women should be able to wear whatever we want. I don't care if you want to wear a bikini to the casino. Hope it brings you good luck. <laughs> yeah, you got it, Ashley. Thank you. Yeah, and, and uh, I mean, uh, I know I never said I was a good man. <laughs> I just said I'm not a rapist. Okay, just to clarify, uh, there is uh, you know a level of gray in between. I don't want to you know come off like I'm that much above anybody else. Uh, with that said, though, yeah, we'll go back to it and head to looks like uh, Terry in Kansas City is up next. Hi, Terry. Hi. Hey there. Welcome Hi. in. Um, I'm trying to remain calm. I just have a couple of comments about this. So here we have another moral, upstanding Christian who apparently thinks it's worse for it's it's worse for a woman to wear shorts than it is for a man to rape a woman. Again, that's what I that heard. Is, yeah. Yep. That yep. is just absolutely disgusting. Yeah. That's all I have Agreed. To say. That's all that needs to be said, That's... Terry. Thank you very much. I appreciate the different ways the point is being articulated because you're absolutely right that that's what he meant. Kim in Overland Park is the next up. Hello, Kim. Yes, hi. Um, I was calling um, to respond to all these comments, and I agree with what the last two women have said. And in fact, the majority of rapists are done by someone that you know. Yeah. Um, and so it's someone that you are 
friends with, you work with someone that you've dated, it's not necessarily a stranger on the street. And we should be able to walk naked down the road and not risk being raped. It should just be that way. I know it's not. Um, in teaching women how to be safe, all that tells them then is if you do get raped, then you did something wrong. And it's not about what they've done. This is not about sex. It's about power and control. Women are raped while they're sleeping in their beds. Women are raped while they're wearing sweats and they look they look like they just woke up out of bed. Um, it doesn't matter what you wear or how you look. And this preacher sharing this with young young individuals that are listening to him, that are listening to him as a mentor possibly or someone to value, that is really scary. Yeah, I, I agree. Thank you, Kim. Um, yes. Yeah, and, and I mean, I... I Oh, I'm I'm trying to figure out a way to to word this is that there is a reason to spotlight this kind of behavior, Mm -hmm. Um, because I think I mean, we I remember hearing this kind of nonsense for the first time back when I was a kid, you Mm -hmm. know, and people debating, well, well, you know, she was wearing a short skirt and it sounded awful to me at the time. Mm -hmm. And you hope that 50 some odd years later or 40 some odd years later that there's progress made. And then some schmuck like this comes out and spouts yeah. that. I'll tell you, I'll say two quick things and then we'll we'll keep going with your calls. Um, the best advice that I can get have having been in a threatening situation before, having been in a situation that I had to get myself out of and did that was dangerous, the best advice I can give women is is trust your gut. And don't be afraid to be disruptive. It's okay if you're not nice. It's okay if you've got to take a stand. It's okay if you got to be rude. Trust your gut to keep yourself safe. It's entirely up to you. And let me, yeah, oh, go, yeah, I know you no, have another it's thing. It's okay. Yeah. Go I, was, ahead. I, was gonna, I was just going to add to that. And do not be quiet. We're, right. We are out here and we will right. help. Right. And the other thing I'll, I'll add to the what she's wearing thing is I told the story when it happened. I was once asked out in a hardware store parking lot by a stranger. Hair is a mess. I'm paint all over me. I mean, I'm in sweats. I'm, I am a complete disaster. I didn't look like I was going out on the town. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. Yeah, well, well put. Uh, let's get Darren Overland Park in here real quick. Hey, Darren. Hey, how you guys doing? Doing Great. well. Good, good, good. Hey, uh, just got a couple comments or whatever. This preacher person, whoever he is or whatever, he's not a good person. This is supposed to be and your upbringing, and it's supposed to be normal and all that stuff. I hate the constant references of you know, you know the you know the whole women men thing, the whole racism. It just it gets old hearing this stuff constantly promoted. It's the same thing as a serial killer. You can never predict when they're going to do anything like this, and it just it makes you sick to constantly hear about it. I hate hearing about it on the radio so much. Sorry to hear that, but yeah, and like we said, there's an importance to it. Darren, thank you. Uh, yeah. Thanks very much for the call. And that's, I mean, it's it's important to know that that viewpoint is not only still out there, but still being spouted by people in positions of authority. Who And, and there are people who listen to that yep. and believe that. That is perpetuating a point of view. And frankly, it's incredibly irresponsible at, at, to, for a person in that position to, it's one thing to think it, it's another thing to say it. Definitely. Out loud. I've had the text line closed for a while. Am I getting any? Oh, I have two. Are you kidding? <laughs> yeah, I closed it a little while ago. I have no desire. Okay. 
Uh, just kind of curious to know if I'm being called anything because I usually am during conversations like this. Okay, excellent. Uh, we'll take a break. We have so many stories that uh, we have not gotten to yet. I want to briefly get to the story about the mother-in-law, about what this mother-in-law had some guys do because she didn't want her son to get married. We'll get to that coming up here in KMBZ. This is Taylor Swift. For those who uh, didn't know this song, it works uh, very appropriately for this next story out of Mexico. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if, if you've ever thought to yourself that your mother-in-law was uh, a little bit um, hard to deal with, well, you, you may have a rival uh, because apparently there was an incident that happened uh, at a, a uh, in Ciudad Obregón at a wedding where the where the bride was pelted with red tempera paint as she was getting ready for her big day. Why was she pelted with red tempera paint, Jamie? Because <laughs> her her future family, her future <laughs> mother-in-law wasn't happy about this event. Uh-huh. Did not want her son marrying this woman. So, and, and the craziest part about it is mom, mother-in-law didn't do it herself. No. no, she hired a couple of guys to come up to this woman as she was approaching her wedding and pelt her while she was wearing the wedding dress. I mean, she's head to toe, you know, in, in white and lace and, and all of that. And uh, yeah, sure enough, they did. They came up to her outside the venue and just splattered her with red paint. Upon hearing the news of her son's engagement, uh, this mother-in-law faked a heart attack which at one point was on X. It's been taken down. <laughs> According to the Post, she blamed the couple for her ill health and demanded her son cover all of her medical costs. Yeah, and see, that gets to the heart of this story as well, because the reason why the mother-in-law did not approve of the, of the prospective bride here is that apparently she comes from money. And that's oh uh, that's this part. Is a movie. Oh yeah, that's and that's part and parcel of why she was demanding that the son pay all of her medical bills is because she's mad now that the son has the family money, so she thought that the bride, the prospective bride, was a gold digger, and was going to steal all of their money and leave him dry, and and she just got this in her head. And I mean, this woman was telling her, no, 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 I'm in love with him. We're in love with each other. We want to build a life together. And mom was having none of it. Shortly before the couple jetted off for their honeymoon, according to the New York Post, the groom's family hid his passport and visa <laughs> and tried to bribe the travel agency to ruin the trip. That didn't work. They went on their honeymoon successfully. Wow. Yeah. Uh, they said, shaken by the horrific attack and unwilling to walk down the aisle in a soiled dress, the bride returned home and changed into a floor-length sparkling gold gown. Uh, they say it may not have been what she dreamed of, but nothing would stop their union, not even two cans of red paint. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Again, that as somebody just said... Um, it's like a novella. Oh, yeah. Big, it's the, like a Mexican novella. The, the telenovelas. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, you would see this on one of those. I wonder if that's where she got the idea. Uh, John, I just saw your message about the pastor stuff. Yeah. Is there anything else you wanted to yeah, add? Sorry, there, I, just, there, I didn't oh, yeah, see it no, before. No, that's okay. No, no, because we were playing the song, so it just didn't add in. But yes, um, the, we, we did open back up the text line and took a look at what was coming in. And, and believe it, Jamie, for once, they weren't calling his name. So it's no all good. No four-letter words that begin with C against me today. No, but one thing did come in, and I thought this was very important because we didn't really mention it. Um, because this guy is a pastor, a lot of you were texting in saying, please. 
please don't paint religion. Don't paint Christianity by him. And I want to make clear, I yeah. in no way, I am, I am not a Christian. I've said that on the show before. I in no way equate Christianity with this guy. <laughs> okay. No. I don't think you do either. I don't want to speak no, for not you. At all. But, no. But yeah, they, this, the story was not about religion, uh, to me anyway. It's about a man in a position of power talking to the people that he has that position of power because of. What yeah. that was all about and that he was Christian and not Muslim or Jewish or whatever it makes absolutely no difference to me. And no, I, I, I do not think of Christians as a bunch of people who are out there advocating <laughs> rape. Okay, no. 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 <laughs> and so thank you. <laughs> but, but yeah, just to make that point clear, uh, that's not what that was, was any kind of indictment of Christianity's. And, and I thought the reason why it didn't come up is because I thought that kind of spoke for itself. Me too. I thought that goes without saying. Yeah. But but I can understand that I can understand that not saying that may have made people think, well, are they just you know, bashing this guy because he's Christian? No, no, not no. at all. Not at all. It could have been anybody who said it. Yes. In front of people who was influential. All right. If you have an overdue library book, I hope you don't live in St. Genevieve County, Missouri. Because you might uh, be in some serious trouble. And again, most libraries uh, have a policy where even if they do fine you, you know, for overdue library books, there's usually a cap on it. It's like five bucks or something like that. It's 15 cents yeah. a day up to. And this this was one of them, by the way. This library in St. Genevieve County, 15 cents a day for an overdue book, maxing out at eight dollars. So if you're 10 years late on returning your book, it's still only eight bucks to do it. And somehow this ended up with a 36-year-old woman by the name of Jessica Farlow being arrested for overdue three books and a DVD. Yeah, she checked them out in June, never returned them. A warrant for her arrest came after a failure to appear in court. Wow. Um, visitors to the library say fines are just 15 cents a day, like you said. Uh, then she failed to appear in court on a different summons in November and January. Then she got a warrant for failure to appear. The overdue materials total 54 bucks. She faces a $500 fine. And up to three months in jail. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, like you said, uh, of all the places you want to be over, I've never heard of an overdue library book being referred to the cops ever. No. I've, in fact, most of them have amnesty programs yeah, now. That's true. You know, you know, where you don't even have to worry about it. But this one apparently takes their $54 very seriously. Not so much. Wow. Uh, lots coming up on Dana and Parks. I'm sure you're going to hear more of a reaction to what the Chiefs had to say about the stadium renovations. And we're going to carry 35 stories over to tomorrow. We'll do that <laughs> tomorrow here on KMBZ.